Welcome to another edition of Friends in the Business with me, Jennifer English, brought to you by the 49ers Golf and Country Club and the fabulous Rincon Mountain Grill. Welcome to Friends in the Business. I'm Jennifer English, and I'm your host. And like so many of you, I, too, am uh, sheltering in place, working from home, broadcasting from home, and glad to have you here with us. Friends in the Business is brought to you each and every week by our good friends at the 49er Golf and Country Club, where you can still play a sunshine-kissed round of golf under the glorious blue azure Arizona skies. And I was reading today online, in fact, that lots of fresh air and sunshine are the things that they think are helping to mitigate the spread of the virus in the state of Arizona. So going for walks and maintaining social distance is important, but getting out is important too. And there's no better place to play around and have a good walk than the 49er Golf and Country Club. And especially our good friends at the Rincon Mountain Grill at 49er Golf and Country Club, where they are continuing with a chef who is extraordinary and her team preparing foods to go. And for all of you on the east side of town, it is a wonderful place to visit online, see their menus, and they're doing everything to go. So we want to thank them for sponsoring this hour because the idea of gathering at your club or your favorite pub or tavern or tea house means that you are cultivating conviviality. And one of the great challenges of this time is to take those places where we come together for business and for pleasure. Because in both instances, we gather so that we can do business, make deals, learn, and celebrate. And when we do, we do so in places that offer genuine hospitality and they cultivate conviviality. So one of the great challenges of this time in this experience with COVID-19, of course, is how do we cultivate that essential ingredient of human existence, conviviality, maintaining the social that keeps us defined as the people we are and the places we live and the communities we create together. It's really a significant challenge to explore how you can use technology to continue to connect if you're working from home like so many of us are, or if you are continuing in your essential service to this economy and our culture and our community, if you're getting out there and doing an essential job that's keeping all of this going, we will salute you this hour and dedicate this show to those of you who are taking the precautions, taking this all seriously and making it safer for all of us while sustaining us in all the ways that you do. We're going to focus on some of the good news stories that are coming from this experience. It is, without a doubt, easy to say that we will be changed on the other side of this experience. It's been pointed out to me many times that, in fact, we are already changed. What will that look like and where will we go remains to be seen. But what we do know right now is regardless of the source, we do know certain things are going to keep us more likely to stay healthy and includes washing your hands and washing your hands thoroughly. It includes social distancing as we've come to know it, meaning keep a safe distance between six and 10 feet from one another. And if you can avoid it at all possible, stay home. Sure, you can go out and go for a walk and play a round of golf, but for the most part, Try not to be in groups of more than, they say, six. I get uncomfortable, frankly. If I see more than three or four people in a space, I'll personally back away. But that's just me. People are wearing masks, but not everyone is. Some people are wearing gloves, but not everyone are. And why does all this make a difference? Well, they say that we can learn from our history. And if we don't learn from our history, we will be doomed to repeat it. Much has been made of the Spanish flu epidemic of 1918, but today we're going to talk about a yet further back in history experience 
that is going to teach us something that I think is going to be very actionable for every single person that's listening to this today. And it's going to tie together several trends and big business and health and well-being and community and conviviality. So with a giant bow, and I'm not sure what the bow color is for this, the way we used to tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, well, we've got to tie something somewhere to say we are all in this together and we will get through this. So when I was learning more every day, as we all were glued to our TV sets and our radios to learn about what this disease actually was, when we started paying attention somewhere in the later part of 2019 and the early part of 2020, when we started to hear about this more and more, it became a concern, which grew to a serious concern. And we're all listening and wondering and learning how, if it's going to get here, wherever here is for you. And what will we do about it? When we saw the devastation in places like Italy and Iran and Spain, and we were taking it as seriously as we did, and then it, and then it hit in New York with furious ferocity. We are all paying full attention now. And when you pay full attention and you look at what a virus can do and how you can protect yourself, and you look at all the things that are running in short supply, you probably, like I did, ask the question, well, what do I have access to? What can I get? I'm not talking about toilet paper. I'm talking about the things that are in the grocery stores or the pharmacies that might help us stay clean, things like rubbing alcohol, bleach, and wipes. But for many years, I've been carrying around in my bag, usually a backpack, but sometimes a purse, a small brown bottle. And it has a, a portion. It's a little brown bottle that looks like an essential oil bottle, which is a dark brown glass bottle with a black plastic cap. And it has a very distinctive label on it. But inside is a potion called Marseille's Remedy. Now, I learned about this product when I was living in Vancouver, British Columbia. A friend of mine who's a naturopath told me that this is the thing that I needed, that every mom should carry this in her pad. And what it's good for, well, it's good for so many things. We're going to talk to the founder of the company in just a minute to talk about all the things that it's good for. I've been carrying Marseille's Remedy in its distinctive dark brown glass bottle. It's a small bottle. It's about, a, I would say, two ounces. I'll find out. I never actually looked at how many ounces it is, but we'll find that out today because we're going to talk to the founder of the company called Wild Creek Naturals that on Vancouver Island, along with his family, produces this extraordinary high-quality product that is a distinctive blend that is rooted in a tradition from grave robbers who during the Black Plague in Europe in the Middle Ages survived the distinctive combination of clove and cinnamon, eucalyptus, rosemary, and lemon essential oils has really remarkable properties. I've been using it for years. I recommend every mom keep one in her bag or backpack. And it is with a great deal of gratitude that I welcome to friends in the business, my friend in the business, who is the founder of Wild Creek Naturals in Salmo, British Columbia, creators of the Marseille Remedy. Casey Galen, how are you? I'm doing really good, Jennifer. Thanks for having me on. Um, hey. so if I could, I'd just like to start with a blanket statement. Um, you know, I, I, I feel kind of funny doing the radio show like this because I, I never really consider myself a marketer. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, when I first started making the product, uh, it was just because I wanted a lot of it. And uh, we were we were living on our sailboat on the west coast of the time. And um, I put a bunch of it together, and everybody on the dock ended up just wanting a bottle as well. And then it's kind of taken off from there, now to the point where apparently we're going to be on the radio, which is a really difficult thing for an introvert. So you'll have to bear with me if I get kind of weird. Well, I'm going to tell you some things. First of all, you're just here with me. And I'm your friend, and you're my friend in the business. And I have to thank you for making this product. And like all, you know, when we talk about the time 
that this comes from, the inspiration mm-hmm. for this product. People would go on crusades, and, and I don't want to call that what you do is a crusade, but it's clear to me that when you have something that is not only a passion but becomes a mission, and it's a mission in which you are helping people, it's impossible not to feel passionately supportive of someone who has literally found what they're supposed to be doing in the world and cheer oh. them along while they do it. So so I have to say that. Yeah, it's just a, it's a funny thing. If it wasn't for the feedback we get from people, I, I honestly don't think I could do it. <laughs> um, it's, it's been a lot of work. And uh, there's just so much to do. Um, so it's pretty fun and time for everything. Um, yeah, the, the, you know, the, we, we get feedback from people who tell us that it's helping them with stuff that I could not even make claims that it's helping people for. Right. Um, like people with cystic fibrosis, people with asthma, people with allergies. I've had multiple phone calls from people um, saying it's the only thing that's helping their childhood parents uh, give them some relief. Uh, it's, it's really inspiring. You know, and I, I, it's like my, my, my passion is to help people. My belief is that by doing for others, everything will be taken care of in my own life. And mm-hmm. kind of that motto has worked out really well, um, except now I'm, you know, operating the business all day and working all night as a paramedic in the middle of a pandemic, Yeah, <laughs> um, which is really giving me a, a, an interesting window into some things that people aren't actually appreciating with this pandemic. You know, and, and you know what the number one thing is? No, every every single heart attack uh, that, that I go to as a paramedic is the person is reporting that they're feeling nauseous and sort of fresh, fresh and fatigued, and they have all of the markers of a possible COVID case. Uh-huh. And so, in in the past month, I have been sitting out in the parking lot uh, of multiple hospitals for upwards of an hour, waiting for the staff to get into their full PPE to come out and. Tell me, yes, this is in fact a cardiac patient. Wow. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty frightening what's happening, not wow. just because of the virus, but because how this virus is affecting our survival. Wow. And then to sit there with a to sit there with somebody in the back of the ambulance who is actively dying, <laughs> and because we have this this virus scare happening, um, we need to wait. is is pretty scary. Uh, no, our, our product is, uh, is inspired um, from the plague doctor and the grave robbers and all of this wonderful history. And the interesting thing about the picture on the front of the packaging is it's actually a historical image in Germany. Yeah. Uh, you know, the plague doctor is in the town. And if you look in the background, you'll see people running away from it. It was it was put out as a satirical image, uh, but but the image is is uh, a representative of what they were wearing at the time to treat those plagues. Right. And the only thing that they got wrong was the open uh, at the bottom of the uh, uh, of the gown. It was open. Um, but uh, the mask that the plague doctor wore was an archaic kind of gas mask, and it breathed through a vinegar infusion. And wow. one of the most popular ones at the time was Vinegar de Marseille. And... Um, it contained a whole tumultuity of ingredients. Uh, well, quite a few of them we left out of the modern day ambition, like the cow bile and too much garlic. Um, but interesting enough, the finding carb, cow bile is good at hiding MRSA. Wow. Um, and and the, the one thing that's missing on the image is, do you know where the history of the pomander orange comes from? No, no. With the clothes stuck into it? Yeah, so the pomander orange is actually worn by plague doctors. That's and so funny. They, you know, I make those. I I literally because I was in this. I've been in the spice business for twenty years. I make them every Christmas time. I didn't know I was actually making a remedy when I did that. Yeah, no, they they were worn uh, on a on a string around the plague doctor's belt. Oh and wow! And they handled a corpse for a patient. They squeeze it. And if, you, and if you look at the image of the plague doctor, you'll see that he has long fingertips. Yeah. Squeeze the pomander orange, and then take the infusion off their hand. And oh, wow. the pomander orange would be filled with the vinegar infusion. Together. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The image itself, did you take this from an historical document of some, some kind? Because the Marseille well, remedy... 
Yeah, so it is it is a historical image. It's been rebranded to our product. Um, and then there's a wealth of images from that era representing mm-hmm. representing just what was happening uh, during those times. Wild Creek Naturals uh, produces this, and it it sort of grew very organically. And I and I use that word born of of people's recognition that this is a terrific remedy. And in the literature that you all have produced, uh, it shows something like 14 or 15 different um, methods for using this. We can go back and historically look at another pandemic or plague, as they called it then, um, and how this product was, in some respects, the state of the protective art. Talk about Marseille Remedy today as it's available, as you all produce it, and talk about what it actually is. What is in this beautiful little dark brown essential oil bottle that I'm holding? To be absolutely honest, it is a big pain in the butt. <laughs> um, because, you know, I, I'm not um, I'm not producing it to sell. I'm producing it to their license. I, you know, I, I physically fly around the world uh, to find my sources for essential oils mm-hmm. um, and, and to get the best quality uh, products possible. Um, with more making it out of necessity because so many people are asking for it rather than making it because I want people to ask for it. It's, it's, it's really a funny situation. And I, I try and inspire people to make their own products. Yeah, and my whole goal is self empowerment. We don't need to be, we we don't need to be wrecked by uh, a common cold. You don't need to be laid out for days and taking chemical medication because you have a stuffed nose. Right. Um, and and you don't need to be going to the store and buying a product that's mostly water that's made in packaging that's made overseas that's sold for an exaggerated price. It's, not necessary when a few common ingredients you can make all of your household hygiene products quite easy. So, so what we do is we offer recipes along with our products uh, that anybody can follow with uh, with, with simple ingredients. Um, to, to feel inspired to make their own natural hygiene products at home. And I have to say, during this pandemic, Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know this because I didn't have this literature. I've just been using this, and I had about half a bottle left, and I and I went online looking for it, and I realized that it wasn't as easy to find as I had hoped it would be because I found it everywhere where I used to live. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I did is I got a hold. You sent me one of these um, brochures, and I'm going to read now from the brochure, and it talks about the Marseille Remedy Oil which is a pure plant extract antiseptic, decongestant, and potent preventative aid. And among the many things that it does is it allows you to make a number of natural health products, including a gargle. And the gargle is something that I actually use every day, multiple times a day, I mix it with apple cider vinegar and the Marseille Remedy and some warm water. And I gargle it in the back of my throat because we know that this particular COVID-19 virus is one that will, you know, get into our system uh, through our airwaves. And, and that's one thing we can do. But you also have recipes for kids-safe natural hand sanitizers, all-purpose antiseptic soaps that you have a wonderful recipe for um, uh, like a, like a vinegar de Marseille. And I made that and I'm now using it multiple times a day. You know, there's, there's so many reasons to be taking a vinegar every day. And but the mo- I know but- it's a teaspoon with the right blend of herbs in it can really spice up and stimulate the immune system. And generally one of the things I want to make sure we tell people is that one of the best ways that an adult can take this is to make 
a potion of one drop of the Marseille remedy in one teaspoon of honey and one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. I add a little warm water to that and I make it as a, as a two or three sip sipper. And literally once a day, that is something that makes, I can feel how it's given me a sense of um, vitality and a little bit more of a sense that I'm, I'm um, protecting myself. But if I had a cough or an allergy or a cold, um, you can use it in my inhalator. What, what I do is I have a, a humidifier. I fill my humidifier up with water and I add like six or seven drops. And just that little bit atomized into my air at night while I'm sleeping helps me as well. You know what is one of the best things that the product is good for right now? No. Um, it seems like everybody is so concerned with COVID, COVID, COVID. There's, you know, there's quite a few people that I know at least that uh, are reusing their N95 masks or they've made their own masks out in public with. Um, COVID's not the only thing out there. There's yeah. millions, billions of viruses and bacteria out there. And wearing something on your face day in and day out um, can get really unsanitary. Um, just like as the picture on the front of our bottle, kind of coat, putting a couple drops onto your mask and breathing through it. It, it helps open your airways, helps uh, really make breathing nice. Um, but it also it also purifies the air. It also yep. it, it, it kills bacteria, um, kills viruses. It, it's successful to put a drop on your mask. It doesn't take very much. Just one drop. And use it as an indirect inhalant, um, will, will really help to give you that little added bit of protection. Um, you also make a um, Marseille's remedy um, ointment that <laughs> you can put on um, your chest, your neck, um, and you don't use a lot of it, just a small amount uh, no, it's, does its job. It's about as strong as I could make it. Um, I'm a big fan of Tiger Bomb. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it for years until I found out what non-medical ingredients in it are. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't like that. No, it contains um, jelly and it contains synthetic essential oils. Um, I, I wanted a product that would really help me with my healing process whenever I got an injury because I'm a hemophiliac. And yeah. so when I get a bruise, I really get a bruise. And the first thing that happens if I injure myself is I have a lot of bleeding. Um, followed up with, uh, after I take my medication, then I have this big bundle of solidified blood inside a muscle. And there's nothing more painful than having uh, a, you know, a solid bruise in between a muscle and a bone. Uh, so I wanted to create a bomb that was as strong as I could make it. That had a good arnica content uh, that would really relieve muscle pain and it would also be antiseptic. And I uh, came up with the formula for uh, Marseille's Remedy Bomb, and it's just wonderful. It's, uh, it, it, it's my favorite product. I put it on my feet every day before I start work. And I find my circulation throughout the day is better. I have more energy. Uh, it, it's really wonderful stuff. My only word of caution with it is because it is so potent, uh, you want to use it in moderation. Uh, too much of a good thing is too much. Right. Uh, and honestly, I use the salve, uh, just the philtrum, which is that little place between the top of your upper lip and the bottom of um, your nose, right in the center uh, of your of your face. Um, I put a couple of just touches of the ointment there, and it has a very um, cooling effect, and I can feel it as I breathe in. And it really makes me feel like the benefits of this are doing what they're supposed to be doing um, as I'm breathing. And the other thing, you're absolutely right in talking about how if you're wearing a mask, whether it's an N995 uh, professionally manufactured mask or even just a bandana that you've fashioned into some kind of a mask over your breathing, a, a drop of the Marseille Remedy has been extraordinarily helpful to me because I can absolutely feel like I'm doing a little bit more than just wearing a mask to protect myself because the mask keeps things out, but I feel like the um, inhalations 
of the aromas of these essential oils have a really profoundly positive um, penetrative and protective benefit. How have you learned about these ingredients and how they help people? What kind of research have you done? Well, so originally I was going to be a chemist, and you uh, have a bit of a cough there. Um, um, and uh, I, I thought I was going to end up making pharmaceuticals. Uh, I, I went to a program called Applied Chemistry and Biotechnology, and studied organic chemistry at the University of Victoria. And after a few years of working in serious laboratory environments, I have to feel like working with chemicals is not healthy. You know, no matter what you're doing, you get chemicals. If you're doing asbestos removal on the side of a building and you're washing yourself down at the end of the day, you're getting some chemicals you're out of stuff. Uh, myself right now, working in uh, healthcare just at night, um, I'm getting some chemicals in a third to have to open. Um, and it's, it's, it's the same thing working with all products. Um, so getting 10% exposure to a natural product isn't such a terrible thing. I, I, I came across Benet de Marseille years and years ago, that's what you traveling in France. And to be completely honest, we had, a, we had a serious night out. And the next day I was a doctor. And I came down with the diagnosis. And I was sick with the And somebody introduced me to Benet de Marseille. And I was just so taken aback by how affected I uh, was that helped me relieve my symptoms and granted me some, uh, some relief. But uh, when I came back to Canada, uh, to our sailboat that was full of mold and sunk and sitting there uh, for months and attended, um, I decided to make a little bit faster. And it just kind of took off from there. So you could say that I kind of come across it all organically. Um, uh, and, you know, there, there's so much research on each one of the ingredients. Um, and it's really hard to say exactly what it's best for. Because when I, when I start going into it, it just starts sounding like a panacea. Um, maybe I've just been doing it for too long and I'm losing my, uh, my zest for it. But, you know, now when people ask me what it's good for, my general response is it's got a pretty label and it smells nice. Um, well, well, you know, that I try and encourage people to find their own uses for it and make their own and make their own products. And I get phone calls from people who made, you know, the most wonderful stuff out of simple ingredients, and it's giving them so much benefit in their life. And it's just, uh, it's just a good starting point to do that. Well, we're going to take our quick break. Uh, you are listening to Friends in the Business with. Jennifer English. That's me. I'm Jennifer English, and I'm talking to my friend in the business of natural healthcare and wellness products from Wild Creek Naturals on the beautiful Vancouver Island in Canada, in British Columbia. Uh, Case Dalen is here today. He's the founder of Wild Creek Naturals. We're going to take a very quick break, and we're going to continue our conversation about ways that you have things in your home and things that you can do to help add layers of protection for you and your family to prevent this virus from hitting home. We're going to take this break, and we'll be back with more right after this. You are listening to Friends in the Business on Business Talk Radio X, Tucson Business Radio X. We'll be back right after this. Friends in the Business with me, Jennifer English. Well, I hope you're enjoying this uh, episode. And of course, we're very grateful and very proud to have as our sponsor the 49ers Golf and Country Club, a uh, icon tradition here in wonderful Tucson, Arizona. And uh, my particular guest today from the 49ers is the Director of Membership and Tournaments. And his name is Casey Polivchak. Hi, Casey. Hey, Mark. How's it going today? It's going well. Thank you very much. I want to talk about memberships, a lot of talk uh, about golf clubs going down and people not playing again and we're increasing what's happening there you know the club over the last seven years has just really made a nice big increase in uh, in membership it's been steady but if you look at our numbers you know year over year we're definitely on the uh, on the climb is there anything specific that you can uh, point the finger at for that do you think Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we've got a new owner and he came in and he's just revitalized the club. Um, the club was on the verge of uh, going bankrupt or closing uh, when the new owner stepped in and he's just continued to invest in the 
in the club, the facilities, the golf course, uh, the restaurant, and he's just a, just a bit of a blessing for the, the neighborhood, the community, but definitely the, uh, the members of 49er Country Club. Well, it's quite unique. It's a beautiful course with trees everywhere for shade. And of course, a lot of people think in the desert. I mean, this particular show goes all over the place, so you never know who's going to hear it, uh, or which country for that matter. But should they be visiting Arizona? And uh, I've heard a lot about the 49ers Golf and Country Club. It's easy to find. It's on uh, Tankaverde Road, heading east out of town. Anybody can point that way. The GPS can get it, not a problem. It's about 12,000. And you can see it because of the entry gates, very nice entry gates there and you'll see the club on your left which is the Rincon Mountain Grill as you go into the actual golf club and then you'll find the pro shop and so on so it's easy to find from that point of view what would you say to visitors we do have a lot of visitors don't we from the midwest from the north uh, the colder climates and so on as we call friendly our snowbirds mm -hmm. yep. what would you um, say to them about if they haven't been to the 49ers yet Okay, so 49er, I would liken it to a Midwestern-style golf course because mm. of the tree-lined fairways. Um, when we get our snowbirds in, if they're coming out for a, you know, a golf trip, a lot of times I recommend they come play 49er if it's a warm-up round, if they haven't played for, you know, a couple months because of the snow on the ground. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is it's tucked into the corner of the mountains out there. That's what Rincon means All right. um, in the corner. Uh, but the golf course is, uh, it is. It's more traditional tree-lined fairways, um, elevated tees, elevated greens. Um, it's, a, it's a great golf course to play. It's, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to... Uh, you know, have a bunch of huge forced carryovers, desert and cactus. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's not what one thinks. No, it's not for the but desert. Yeah. You got to keep it straight. <laughs> It'll challenge you that way. You got to keep it straight. And of course, if you, you know, if, if it talks your cork at the moment, simply go to the 49ers website, which is 49ercc.com. That's spelled out F-O-R-T-Y-N-I-N-E-R-C-C.com. There you go. Okay, so do that. There's some lovely photographs, great stories to look at, and it'll give you everything about the club. You can't, uh, you can't fail. All right? We're going to be back with Casey another time. Welcome back to Friends in the Business. I'm Jennifer English. This hour of Friends in the Business is brought to you by our good friends at 49er Golf and Country Club and the fantastic Rincon Mountain Grill, where they're doing meals to go in their support of our community to continue the conviviality that the 49er Golf and Country Club is famous for. My guest today, my friend in the business of healthcare and natural products is Casey Dalen, who's the founder of Wild Creek Naturals. On the beautiful Vancouver Island in British Columbia, Canada, he and his family manufacture Marseille's Remedy, a blend of essential oils that is one of the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use some language that maybe, it's not just modern science, it's, it's, uh, it's tradition and history dating back all the way to the 1400s when uh, the bubonic plague was decimating France and the grave robbers and the plague doctors used these blends and they were protected. And I want to thank my friend Casey for making this product and for making it possible for us to share this with our listeners and all the ideas that they have in the brochures that they have produced that take the stories and the products that people make with their Marseille's remedy and uh, make it possible for us to make it in our homes as well. Casey, welcome back. Hi, thanks, Jennifer. You were telling me a story about how when you went to Marseille, this is how you found the product. You went to France and you discovered it there. Yeah, no, it was really um, kind of felt like fate. Um, and I, you know, I, I honestly, absolutely honestly, never wanted to be somebody making a product and marketing a product. Um, and it's more like this product chose me more than anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we got back, I started making it in bulk and supplying it to everybody on the docks around Fulton Island. And the next thing I know, it's taken off from there, and now it's a whole monster of its own. Um, but I you know I really enjoy making it. I put a lot of effort into it. Uh, 
you know, the, the ingredients, there's, there's a big difference between uh, quality essential oils and factory essential oils. And I really take that extra, extra step of effort to make sure that we're getting the best quality ingredients possible. Mostly because I'm using it myself. I give it right. to my friends and, and my your family. family. And that's, that's the whole point uh, of doing it in the first place for me. One of the things that I've been doing since we've been paying attention to the COVID crisis is I'm buying um, uh, scent-free and dye-free hand soaps in pumps. And you can mm-hmm. find it at almost any store. And I'm adding my Marseille's remedy to that. And then I'm giving this to friends. And I'm giving mm-hmm. them this, this, this soap potion um, and having them keep it in their kitchens by their sinks. And as you wash your hands, it's just that extra layer of protection. Washing is important, but this helps even more. And one of the things that you've done is created a a sort of recipe uh, book, a a cookbook, so to speak, of things you can make with it. I'm just going to run through the list and we'll talk about a few of these. You can make a Marseille's remedy vinegar. You can do a basic toothpaste. You can do an all-purpose sanitizer and glass cleaner. You can do a basic natural shampoo. You can do an antiseptic soap. You can do a kid-safe natural hand sanitizer, natural antioxidant syrup, natural gargle, natural mouthwash, natural oil floss. You can do a pack for colds or swollen limbs, and you can use it for uh, fighting off all manner of things. Marseille's Remedy is not only pure and plant-based, but it has many, many applications, including if you use it as its antiseptic, decongestant, and preventative aid, it will help you clear phlegm and congested airways. It's got antispasmodic for symptomatic relief of digestive discomfort. It eliminates airborne pathogens and foul odors. It's antifungal for your feet and your hands and your scalp. It does mold remediation. You can use it as a hand sanitizer or a cleaner. It aids in the treatment and prevention of uh, topical pestilent ailments. And it deters everything from mice and lice and worms and fleas to... <laughs> well, when you, know, when, you, when you put it all together like that, it, it sounds like it's going to cure what ails you. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, get a lot of, I get a lot of phone calls from people asking me specifically, you know, uh, will it do this or will it do that? And it's generally my, my answer is yeah. it won't do it won't do anything. It takes a little bit of effort on people's own part. And just like you can wash your hands, but is that going to keep your hands clean? Well, no. You need to have uh, you, you know you, know, you need to have a certain way that you carry yourself and a certain etiquette in order to keep your hands uh, clean. And if you wash your hands and then walk around for three hours, well, they're not going to be clean. Um, I, I I really try and inspire people uh, with our products. Uh, to make their own hygiene products, and hopefully, we're using hopefully uh, the recipes that I offer are simple and anybody to follow, um, and with ingredients that you can find uh, almost anywhere. And uh, I mean, so for us around our house, uh, we, we buy a few simple ingredients, and it, it covers all the bases. I mean, the the two most important ingredients every household should have is vinegar and baking soda. Amazing how much stuff you can make out of vinegar and baking soda. Wow! Uh, and, and you know, and then uh, I, um, uh, I just have a, uh, a vegetable oil of almost any kind. Um, you know, and and I would love to tell people that our product is the be all end all of personal hygiene. You know, the, the truth of the matter is, is any plant extract is going to have amazing qualities, amazing properties that is going to fight. Uh, a, a huge range of viruses and bacteria and fungi. Um, ours is a blend that's put together specifically for it, but I just about, just about any any plant extract will work. And you know, I, I get inspired when I hear uh, from stores that people are, are taking our flowers and uh, and running with it. And then I, I get phone calls from people who are um, just totally so. Amazingly self-empowered with feelings after they've made simple, uh, simple household hygiene products for themselves. It's good. It, it, it really keeps them going in the morning. Hey, Casey, 
in your other life, in your role as a paramedic, yep. someone who is truly on the front lines of this pandemic, um, mm. can you speak to things that we can all do to just increase our awareness and the likelihood of staying safe from this? I mean, what's the one thing you well, see people I mean, doing that you wish they weren't doing? <sighs> to be honest, so I watched a woman going to the store the other day. And uh, she opened the door with a handkerchief and then walked in and put the handkerchief into her pocket. Um, you know, people are panicking. Uh, if people are acting like people have a magnetism around them and you can't get inside of this six-foot barrier, where else are you going to catch coronavirus? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a virologist. I do have a background in science. I can tell you what, what, I, what I know about it. And, uh, no, it's a, it's a droplet transmitted disease, meaning it's going to take a physical droplet or it's going to need to get aerosolized to get into your system. And so if somebody's coughing around you, if you're in a crowded, dense group of people, you might want to stop that. Hand washing is the most important thing. Um, by far, hand washing is the most important thing. And uh, and wearing a mask in the right time, but if you can wear a mask, but if you take that mask off with your hands and stick it in your pocket or hang it around your neck, um, you're you're completely you're you're rendering the mask useless. Okay. As soon as that mask gets uh gets contaminated, the outside is contaminated. And I I mean myself, I I spray my mask down. Uh, here here in British Columbia, I don't know how it is in the states, but. We're having to reuse our N95 masks. There's Wait, that, not enough available. So how can we and, clean them? Or how do you clean them? Um, I, I clean it with a mixture of 80% ethanol, uh, 5% Marseille's Remedy, um, and a little bit of water. Um, and I just spray off the outside of it and pour it in a paper bag to dry. The other thing huh. with this virus is it, it can't survive on dry surfaces. So it'll, it'll survive for a very long time on stainless steel or plastic, uh, up to 72 hours. But on dry surfaces, uh, apparently it dies pretty quickly. So if you, have, if you have a mask uh, that you're wearing on a regular basis, uh, best thing to do is clean it off after you use and let it dry. Huh. But don't necessarily um, get a wet cloth and wipe everything down. That might help it survive longer. Well, it's, I, well, no, yes, no. I mean, it depends what you're wiping it down with. It, it is a virus, um, so it's not not like a bacteria. Like it's uh, sort of imagine an egg. You know, when, uh-huh. you, when you put an egg onto a frying pan, it cooks. That's all those proteins being denatured. Uh, proteins break apart and denature when they fly out or close to heat or UV light. Um, and so the, you know, the, the best thing to do is to dry it out. Uh-huh. Casey, let's tell everybody where they can go online to get more information about Marseille's Remedy and Wild Creek Naturals. So if you just go to wildcreek.ca, uh, and if you go to our website, you'll see there's a couple of uh, charitable organizations here that we really believe in supporting. If I can just take a minute to tell you about two of them, there's a Summer Watershed Greenkeeper Society. Uh, this is a group that's dedicated to maintaining the health of our aquifers. And, you know, everybody is in the water that lands up here and up down there. And uh, the West Kidney Eco Society um, is also doing amazing work. See that we're close to sponsors of them. Uh, but if you go to wildfoot.ca and click on the Marshall Remedy link, you can find our product. Um, and you can reach me anytime. My number is on every bottle. Susan, I want to thank you an awful lot for the work that you're doing, for the risks that you're helping manage, for the lives that you're saving, for the products you're making and sharing with us all. Um, please stay safe and know how deeply grateful I am to you and your brothers and sisters on the front line helping keep us safe. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jennifer. You have a wonderful day. Cheers. Bye-bye. And thanks again to Casey Dalen from Wild Creek Naturals on Vancouver Island in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Wild Creek Naturals can be found online at wildcreek.ca. 
and we had some tough audio there in our conversation with Casey. He's way up in the beautiful Kootenai Mountains. But I want to tell you about Marseille's remedy because I think it's exactly the kind of thing that I want to tell you the story about. I think it's the perfect um, thing to help us in this moment in time. But it's also a product you can buy online. And one of the things that's happening in this moment in time is we are all finding that we're ordering more products to be delivered than we maybe ever have before. Certainly, almost everybody's already ordered from Amazon.com. And Wild Creek Naturals is in the process of setting up, selling these products in the U.S. on Amazon.com. But one of the things that happens when you go to Amazon or any of the online or even some of the infomercials that you see on TV or the ads for products you see in Parade Magazine or People Magazine, all of those products are warehoused and shipped. And it's a really big business. And in fact, in Tucson, Arizona, it's a really, really big business. In fact, companies come here to have their products warehoused by organizations that will pick, pack, and ship the order. Warehouses, the likes of which Amazon has created here, and which other companies, independently owned companies, just on the south side of town, down by the airport, uh, there are companies like Back Office Solutions uh, that are literally famous, nationally and globally famous for doing a terrific job of really affordably warehousing product and shipping it out. Tucson, Arizona is one of the hotspots for this kind of activity. And it's becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger business. Maybe it's because of the cost of the land. I can't give you all the reasons why. But it's just a more affordable place to do this kind of thing. And as we're seeing through this virus, and through this moment in time when everything seems to be changing, and we imagine what business on the other side of all this is going to look like, Tucson, Arizona is going to emerge as one of these places that will be pivotal in the warehousing, picking, packing, shipping, order fulfillment, uh, customs broker relationship, transportation, um, uh, this is going to be a really interesting time for Tucson, and there is growth on the horizon, especially as it relates to where and how online orders get fulfilled and shipped. And this is a time when it might be worth paying attention to this place uh, because these are organizations and facilities and businesses that are already in existence. And that's why HSN and QVC, the Home Shopping Network, there are lots of major, major retailers that are online and broadcast-based that are distributing their products through Tucson, Arizona. And if you didn't know that, it's worth looking it up. I also want to tell you that as we're all paying more attention to using wipes and washing our hands and doing all the things that we need to to prevent the spread of the COVID virus. Um, when we turn to Wild Creek Naturals Marseille's remedy, it's rooted in a folklore that said that in the 1400s, as the bubonic plague was decimating France, the grave robbers who were arrested for actually robbing the dead and dying plague victims. And it was a crime at that time that was punishable by burning alive. The judges in these trials offered leniency for their terrible crimes if they would share the secret recipe, which enabled them to expose themselves to the plague without contracting it. These criminals went on to explain that they were actually perfume makers and spice merchants who were unemployed due to the closure of all of France's seaports. In other words, just like in this time, business shut down. But back in the 1400s, these people had prepared a very special herbal infusion, which they applied to their hands, ears, feet, masks, and temples. And it was this that protected them from getting the plague. 
It protected them from infection. As promised, the judge did not burn these men alive. Instead, he hanged them. But soon after, the plague doctors began to wear a very beak-like mask stuffed with absorbent material soaked in this oil blend to prevent them from getting the disease and protect them. This blend would have contained vinegar and garlic, and it was known in the old days as a vinegar de Marseille, as in Marseille, France. And this formula was marketed by medical suppliers as the first line of defense for hundreds of years and has been a stable of uh, pestilent prevention for many years. In just about every plague that has since happened since the 1400s. Now, we've got the rise of modern uh, pharmacopoeia, uh, and this remedy was replaced by many modern chemicals. But the Marseille remedy is still the most traditional concentrated form of the original recipe that the grave robbers were protected by. And our friends at Wild Creek Naturals have done an extraordinary job of in this time and place making this available for all of us. The ingredients are really simple. They use cloves, clove bud oil, lemon oil, true cinnamon bark oil, blue eucalyptus oil, rosemary oil, there's no alcohol, there's no chemicals, it's all organic, and just one drop of Marseille Remedy in whatever potion you like for a topical use. You can use any oil or massage oil, and you can rub it onto your skin, into your muscles or joints if they hurt. And if you wanted to take one drop daily, as I do, in a mixture of one teaspoon of honey, and one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, it will help protect you. If you want more information about this or anything you heard on the show today, you can always email me. My email is spiritskitchen at gmail.com. I want to thank the Rincon Mountain Grill, who out at the 49er Golf and Country Club is continuing to do takeout on their terrific menu for their guests. And the golf course is still open, and there is emerging information suggesting that getting outside, getting fresh air, getting sunshine will help you a lot. And of course, washing your hands and of course, using things like common sense. As my guest today said, don't do stupid things. And I thank him for that. Until next time, this is Friends in the Business. I'm Jennifer Thanks to the 49ers Thank and the you for Ringgong listening Grill. to Tucson Business Radio. Friends in the Business with Jennifer English.